0: Have an intro topic
1: either? No. <laughs> I didn't think about that. No, hey, we are way
2: off the ball today. Holy cow! Hey man, it's like first real episode of the new year. <clears throat> yeah. Gonna take a second to get rolling. We got a new Google Doc. We
0: somehow forgotten how to do everything. Is what we're talking about. My
2: throat hurts. Yeah. Drink a lot of this water.
1: I'm getting over chug, a sickness chug, right chug. now myself.
2: We got your two things, so you're about to just get into even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yep. Wisdom teeth yeah. removal. John, have you done it? Uh one of them, yeah. Only one?
0: Yep. And it's not an issue? Not that I know of. Not yet.
1: That's
0: cool. <laughs> yeah. Had, my jaw's I, been hurting today, actually,
2: before I said, Mine wasn't
1: so. mine wasn't an issue until I woke up unable to drink water without my jaw freezing up. <laughs>
0: that is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it mine, hasn't
1: gone worse though, so
2: Mine was all like preemptive. There was nothing wrong. They were like, you know, let's just let's just take all four of them out, so nothing does happen. Yeah, so I am wisdom teethless. Wonder how people in the olden days did it, man? With a hammer
1: or a pair Still. of pliers or something. Yeah, or prob- probably. Yeah, uh, you know the, the
0: string live on with the doorknob.
2: Too many teeth.
1: Yeah, the string the on the string.
2: doorknob for a molar. Yeah, in the farthest back of your mouth.
1: Wasn't that in one of the jackasses? They, like, put a thing around his tooth and, like, drove away with it or something?
0: That sounds right. I don't know if there's any in the movies. That might have just been the show.
2: Did they then, like, put a bee nest in his mouth?
1: You know, probably.
2: I really don't like jackass. And then
1: made him close his mouth and shoot bees out of the little hole in his teeth? That sounds like something they would do, yes.
2: Yeah, look for it in jackass five (laughs) i don't think they made it to four did they
1: i don't think so either i thought three was the last one did they do a christmas one i'm sure they did i'm sure they did something they They did that that like show didn't they do that bad grandpa or whatever that's kind of like a jackass yeah it was was like
2: jackass presents bad grandpa or something (laughs) like that and it was one of them dressed up as an old guy it was johnny knoxville Yes. I'm getting it.
1: confirmation it was in the third movie.
2: Oh, there the you go. Movie? The two thing? thing. Yeah. Uh, I watched, I think I watched half of Jackass 2, and I was just like, I can't do this. This is disgusting, and I don't like this.
1: And it probably gets worse, because they always end with, like, the grossest thing, so you they probably really, stopped. really, do.
2: I stopped yeah. at a pretty gross one, so maybe that was the end, but I just... <laughs>
1: it could have been. They're not very long movies, so... Maybe, yeah. Weird. Well, jackass.
0: if you ever like Jackass but don't like the movies, you could always get Jackass the Game. Great.
2: What about what about Tony Hawk's Underground?
0: That was bit 2. What? Thug 2 was basically Jackass Light.
2: Because I have yeah. Thug 2 Remix for the PSP. I played a lot of that. Nice. And I remember there were some of those characters in there. Sure. I think it was just Bam, wasn't it? Bam. Maybe it was just Bam. Dude, fuck Bam.
1: He's all... His name is
2: Guys name is Bam and he's
1: always giving shit to his parents. That that bothers me and I don't know why. It's fine Respect when it's just your, your, your parents. it's fine when it's just your buddies but like going into their room and just like fucking with them while they're sleeping and stuff like fuck you. That's such a douche thing. It's
2: probably a bit scripted though, right? Yes. I, I would
1: hope. 100%. And if not, they better be getting some money for putting up with his bullshit, which I'm sure they yeah. are.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they got a good chunk. Yeah.
1: Of that. Ugh jackass well what a bad start this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: i tried to segue
0: with jackass the game but then you're like thug 2 bam <laughs> Which <is another> game?
2: <laughs> Which is another game? i was doubling i was doubling down on your segue okay
0: this is a top 10 perspective we talk about <laughs> video games here it is january 8th 2015 i'm your host yes. this week john and i am joined as always by sean hello and paul hi and now we're going to talk about what we played because Paul's going to tell us what he's been playing this week.
1: Oh shit. Okay. I've been playing some Crisis 3 this week and I don't really know why. I think it's cuz if you go into Origin right now, they're having like a 50% sale off or sale on everything and that is 9 or 10 bucks now. So I decided to pick that up and test my new video card and that is a crisis say, game. So As i say the
0: only reason anyone plays a <laughs> crisis game is to test their video card.
1: Yeah. That is a crisis game (laughs) like there is a suit you are in you can do a shield thing or go invisible you have weapons that you can augment with different things to do kill like different enemies more efficiently. Yeah that's if you've ever played crisis one or two it's that again
2: year of the bow
1: year of the bow you do have a bow in that that
2: crisis Two though that was year of the bow.
1: Crisis 3 has one as well, if 2 didn't. I don't think 2 might not have, actually.
2: I I just remember, like, when the trailers were coming out for 3, they had a lot of stuff with his, like, high-tech bow.
1: It is a high-tech bow, I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, uh... For hunting the
2: most dangerous of animal... Aliens. Human. (laughs) Aliens. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, aliens are the most dangerous animal. animal of all. Top top of the food chain, aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't even
1: matter those, if they're actually those scary.
2: Lions and then
1: aliens. Right, exactly. I'm pretty sure that's how that chart goes. King
2: kings of the jungle, aliens. Aliens, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. This is the dumbest conversation I think we've had this year.
2: No, <laughs> have you heard of uh, jackass? There's like <laughs> yeah, three of you're them, right? <laughs>
1: Uh,
2: Bam is in thug God 2. damn it. <laughs> Let's just run the gambit now while we're at it.
1: Yeah. Let's just get out of our systems so and have a good 2015.
2: <laughs> Didn't Thug mm. 1, you could play as Spider-Man?
0: Um, maybe. No, that was uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.
2: What? I think Thug you could also play as Spider-Man. Because mm. I know, I, I
0: believe it went, uh, 2 had <clears throat> Spider-Man, 3 had Wolverine, 4 had Iron Man.
1: And okay. mm. that sounds
0: right. Did you guys ever play Airblade for the PS two? No. Is that like the, the airboarding trick game?
2: Yeah, like the hoverboarding, yeah. Heard of it but never actually played it. I played a bit of that. Is it fun? Okay. Yeah. When I played it, I guess.
1: Okay, well I don't know. Crisis three is All a fine shooter. Cool. <laughs> if, All right. If you like if you like first person shooting, that is a good first person shooting game. So Another good first-person shooting game is Far Cry Four, which yeah, I've, I've been, been playing. I've been playing more of it, and uh, it is like—I mean, I'm just—it it, it bears repeating. It's Far Cry Three. Like, it's the same type of thing where you hunt animals, get your weapon packs bigger, and like stuff like that. The missions are kind of eh, whatever because it's all about just kind of roaming the world and shooting stuff and skinning animals and like taking, you angering elephants. No, you don't anger elephants, you ride them, and you make them do your bidding for you, because they are extraordinarily powerful. Yeah, elephants are huge.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you know this, yeah, elephants are huge. They
1: are, you're right. So, being able to just go beside one and then jump up on its back somehow means you're probably a Superman anyways, but your elephant just like can go into like a fortress- and just start, like, wrecking everything. The best is when you're going down a road on an elephant, and there's, like, a truck coming full of enemies, and they spot you. And your elephant just, like, takes its trunk and, sw- like, swats them out of the way off the road, and they're all dead. You're like, nice. this is so good. This is the best thing that they put in a video game for Far Cry so far. Other than that, Have it's you- still the same. Have you done any of the wingsuit <clears throat>
2: stuff? That was cool.
1: Uh I mean, it's more of a mode to, like, get around that I've been using it for. Like, I haven't just okay. gone to, like, tops of mountains and, like, wee or anything, but I have been using it to, like, if I'm on top of, like, one cliffside or something and my next objective is down, like, 800 meters or whatever down there, I'll just, like, jump off and glide down there. So, yeah, it's been a good way to get around. But cool. yeah, that game is uh dumbed down enough so the stuff you do in it that looks impressive is super easy and feels impressive. It's it's a decent like shooter again. It's just is, plays well.
2: Is it too mm-hmm. much of just Far Cry 3 again? I was hearing that. It quite a bit. It is
1: like quite literally Far Cry 3 again. Like if you wanted to play basically Far Cry 4 on the cheap, just buy Far Cry 3 and it's the same experience just in a different place. So Is
2: there elephants in Far Cry 3? There
1: isn't, so you don't get that. And that might okay. be worth the price of the admission to be with. Just the elephants? It's so good! <laughs> it's just too good. Just busting doors down on an elephant and swatting guys out of the way.
2: <laughs> Is Are elephants in the Himalayas?
1: I don't know. I've never been. Okay.
2: John, I hear you've been to the Himalayas. Can you confirm or deny <laughs> the, an elephant I presence I have there? no idea where you've heard that. Oh. But I can't. Con- I, I can't sw- confirm. I could have sworn you went to the Himalayan Game Convention. Yes, um, this is entirely true. Pax Himalayas. Yep. That would I be can't, hilarious. I can
0: confirm one thing for you. Iron Man was unlockable in Tony Hawk's Underground, <laughs> as
2: was Gene Simmons from Kiss.
1: Oh my God. Great. Okay. That's
2: that seems fitting.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yep no. Weird.
2: One of the Beatles. that would be pretty that would be pretty good i'd play a game like that
1: also i've been playing some depth what is that it's a game where you play sharks versus divers
2: what what's which one's more fun
1: divers but it's also why is that uh i don't like playing the shark very much it's kind of disorienting because you can move a little too fast and uh I don't know, uh, there's something about... You have
2: more in common with a human, you don't know how sharks move, naturally. I
1: mean, that's true. Also, I've been playing it with friends, so when you play a shark, you can only play with one other person as a shark, so it's two versus four divers, and since we have a group of four, it's like, well, I don't want to play the shark against, like, three friends and one random guy on the internet sort of thing, we all just kind of group together as the divers. Okay. Yeah, there's is a, it
2: just a combat game kind of. Or?
1: No, so the main mode, like one of the modes, I think is called like Blood and Money or whatever. It's basically you have a thing called Steve. It's like a, it's like an excavator, like little robot thing that's going in the water, like digging shit up or whatever. So you're supposed to protect that until it does like its rounds and wherever you are on the map, and then goes back up to the surface. So that's one win condition. That's Steve completely, like, gets all the loot or whatever in the level and then goes back up to the surface and you escape with it. Another win condition is you kill the sharks a certain amount of times before they kill you a certain amount of times where the sharks just have to try to kill you. So there's two win conditions for the humans, but it doesn't really matter because the sharks still feel a little overpowered, maybe. Because, I mean, first of all, they're sharks. But Can the
2: sharks stop Steve?
1: <clears throat> yes, they can hit him and just okay. kind of, like, wobble, make him stop for a little bit. But if they hit him too much, they will destroy him. And then it becomes a death match where it's, like, you have to kill the sharks a certain amount of times before you kill the humans. So okay. that's the one mode. And the other mode is Megalodon mode. And what that is is basically there's one shark against five people. When you kill the shark, you become the shark until you get killed and like a round robin sort of thing. Okay. And that's based on how many kills you got at the end of the game. Like it, there's a score tallying as you're doing that. So, yeah, I don't know. That's fine, I guess. That would be the one you would want to play with like a full group of six probably. Because then you would all just be like in Skype or a, like TeamSpeak or something talking to each other and just like. I don't know, harassing each other when they're the shark or something. <laughs> but sure. that's a fun mode, too, because you don't buy gun upgrades in that one. You just, as you're picking up treasure off the ocean floor, it automatically upgrades your gun, kind of like the gun game in uh, like uh Counter-Strike and uh Call of Duty and that sort of thing, where your gun has tiers and it just auto-upgrades. Whereas in the other mode, you have to actually buy upgrades to get better guns and stuff. And the only time you can do that is when you get killed, which is ridiculous. So you can like amass a lot of money. But since you, but then you have to give up a life basically to be able to power up a little bit more, like get more weapons or like. Is this just for the divers or? That's just for the divers. The divers have, or the sharks have upgrades in the form of like they get more different abilities or like different traits or whatever that you can do as well. So.
2: But yeah, how many di- how many different things can a shark do?
1: Uh, like one of them is like the last one I unlocked is like razor fin, and the trait is like when you run into stuff, you destroy it with your fins. So like oh, okay. you can destroy some walls and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's basically kind of the evolve mentality. But the thing that I like that about this better than evolve so far from what I've played of that alpha is that evolve felt a lot like. The monster would just run around the map, like, eating the small things until it evolved until level three, and then it would go after you. So you're spending a lot of the time as the hunters and Evolve just running around the map trying to chase it. Whereas in this, it's very action-paced. Like, the sharks are trying to kill you because that is the way they win, so you have to fight them off or, like, defend somehow. So the games feel quicker and just more action paced than just, like, the end. It's basically, like, the last ten minutes of ev- an Evolve game round all the time, okay. which is good. Cool. But, yeah, that's all I played.
2: Alright, Sean, what about you? Um, So, I'll talk a little bit about, kind of, over the break as well. Okay. Um, I, I, so, I played through all of Assassin's Creed Rogue. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this briefly on the Game of the Year podcast, but uh, we can talk more about it now. And, um... So you mentioned Far Cry 4 is just basically like a reskin of the last game. Uh, That's basically what Rogue is for Black Flag. Mm. It's like, you know, you have the boat, you get the boat right away. It's like an accelerated version of Black Flag. They just give you abilities. There's no even like narrative reason. Like you don't need to go out to get this certain, like to find the gun or whatever. It's just after this mission, now you have a gun. So now you can use the gun from now on, and they just keep handing you stuff over and over. Now you have the mortars, I guess. Blah, 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 Um, So it was just kind of really boring. Mm. I was also playing Mordor at the same time, and it just proved how slow Assassin's Creed is. Like, the climbing is slow, the running is slow. Yeah. the the, The fighting is okay, but Mordor just, you're so much faster. So playing them kind of at the same time, going, each time I loaded up a row, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is just annoying. Um, one thing that was, that was different that they added was they added a component of the multiplayer into the single player. Um, so if you guys never played the multiplayer in Assassin's Creed, it's basically kind of, a kind of like, I, I don't know, tag, like you need to try and blend in with the, uh, computers, uh, controlled characters while mm-hmm. someone tries to like, you know, stalk you and hunt you down. So you need to kind of move but act like an AI and stuff like that. Um, And there'll be, like, a locator, like, there's someone in this direction, but if you can, like, punch them before they notice which of the AI is actually a human, you know, stuff like that. Um, So in the story mode, what they'll do is, during missions, you'll start to hear whispering, which I guess they added whispering to the multiplayer in one of the Assassin's Creed, but I only really played Brotherhood's multiplayer. But anyways, you'll hear whispering while doing a mission, and that means there's like oh what do they call them like hunters somewhere around you trying to trying to get trying to take you down i okay. guess they're assassins yeah cuz the whole point of rogue is you go rogue and you're a templar like you know like 5 hours into the game you become a templar and now you're hunting down assassins hmm um so anyways you'll be doing a mission and you'll hear the whispering and stuff and that means there's people around so while you're trying to do your mission you have to go into like eagle vision and you'll see people hiding and then you can either, like, scare them out of the bush and get them to run away, or they'll run at you and you have to counter them, or they'll just, like, knock you over and stuff. Um, so that was kind of kind of an interesting thing. It keeps you on your toes a little bit more, because usually your only threat is, like, the, uh, like, idiot guards that you can kill in, like, one stri- strike with your sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just, that was just kind of, like, you know, had to keep you going a bit better. Um, one thing that was interesting, again, with uh, Rogue because it tied up a lot of the Assassin's Creed together. Like, uh, there's, like, the house that you... Like, your main base in Assassin's Creed 3, you go by there, and you see the mentor of Connor, who was Assassin's Creed 3's assassin. You see Connor's dad, and he's, like, your buddy in this one. You see Attawale from Black Flag as an old man, and stuff like that. Um, So it was kind of just touching on different ones, uh, interestingly. But, again, it is just it is just black flag again. So if you want more of that exact game with nothing that different, uh, you can play some rogue. Um, yeah, like I said, I was playing Mordor, um, Mm -hmm. which was a lot better. Uh, I won't talk too much about Mordor because I kind of gushed over it on the game of the year episode last week. Okay. Um, but that game's great. I haven't played any more of it since then. Um, but that game is, was, is, is awesome. I can't wait to continue playing that. Yeah. Um, while i was uh while i was back in canada i played some rain on the ps3 this game came out last year and it was like on sale at one point and i picked it up i was kind of
1: interested about this one cuz
2: yeah yeah i only played like maybe an hour or so of it um you're a boy who is invisible yeah he turns invisible yeah. cuz he sees like a girl who's also invisible and then he sees monsters that are kind of invisible but they're only visible when they're in the rain. Yeah. So you kind of have to run from one covered section like, you know, like an awning to the next one because if you're if you're covered, you are invisible and no one can no one can see you. the monsters can't see you or hear you or not. Um so it's kind of it's a little puzzle-like where you need to move, but it's just felt clunky. Um your movements really slow I got stuck pretty early on, early on. A lot of kind of backtracking in that first hour, which was annoying for one of the puzzles. Um, but you're trying to do stuff like, okay, I know if I can step in this puddle, they're going to hear me, so if I kind of run by, I can distract them over behind me and stuff like that. Um, overall, I didn't play much of it, and um, I won't be able to because I didn't bring my PS3 back, but I didn't have a
1: great experience with it anyway. Yeah.
2: And then one game I have been playing on, uh, on my phone, iOS... Uh, last couple of days is pair solitaire um it's a free game i'm quite enjoying it i would recommend people picking it up if they have an iphone uh quick side note you guys should get crossy road because it's on android if you don't have it already crossy road's great it's it's one of the 10 best games of the year in my opinion um anyway pair solitaire it's not really uh solitaire like you get a, um, you basically get a one column of cards, you know, they're randomly assorted. And then you need to find pairs, either the same suit or the same number that are separated by one card. So they have to be two away from each other. And then you can remove one of those two cards. And your goal is to try and remove all of them. But you need to be mindful of like, okay, well, if I remove this one, am I going to have a pair for this other one later and you know, which one is more strategic to remove. Um, so it's really fast, really simple. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. The hints are defaulted to on, which I find that kind of cheap because you could just sit around waiting for the hint each time. Yeah. I'll tell you like, here's a pair, which is odd when there's a whole, when there's a leaderboard. So I don't know why they would have that. So I turned the hints off immediately and, uh, you can also pay two bucks to unlock the full game, and there's, like, daily challenges and other card packs. And I haven't done that yet. I might, I'm because it seems like I'm getting close to, like... Like, the way it's set up is... is um, It'll track how many, like, groupings of five you've found. So, like, my high score so far is... I've gotten to down to, uh like, 15 cards, like, that limit. I think I actually got to, like, 13 cards, but it only tracks uh, groupings of five. Mm-hmm. And after I get to, like, zero... Like there's a finite score you can get. It's not timed or anything. So a lot everyone who's like number one on the leaderboards all has the same like sixty one thousand. So I'm hoping maybe if you buy other packs it'll do something different, but I'm not quite sure. I have to look into it a bit more. But anyways, um, uh, I would you know look into it. Pair solitaire again, P A I R, and it's free. Uh, so if you're looking for a fun phone game. It's pretty great on the train, so I'm liking that. Um, okay. But that's that's all I've been playing. John, what have you been playing? Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. All right. So how much have you played? Because there's there's quite a bit to that game.
0: Uh, I'm on episode three. Okay. Yeah, okay. it gets pretty hard, eh? Yeah, I was actually surprised in the jump of difficulty in like episode three because I maybe used one life up to that point.
2: Episode two, I started. I started losing. Mm-hmm. I found episode 1 way too easy.
0: Yeah. Like episode 1 was about the equivalent of like the majority of the stages in uh 3D World. And then they just like kept stepping up the difficulty episode 2 onwards.
2: Yeah, mm. like I don't know if I would agree with Yeah, you know, I guess 3D World was kind of easy. I kind of like I'm I'm okay with the difficulty in 3D World, but main point is like my one thing that I didn't appreciate for Captain Toad was just like you just have to like slog through like three hours of that game, almost two or three hours, depending on how how if you're trying to find everything. Because that first episode is just mind-numbingly easy.
0: I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, no, I I it definitely is easy by comparison of the other two chapters. I don't. Know. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, good puzzles. Um, that I don't like that they don't tell you what the second
2: challenge is until you beat the stage. Yeah, I'll agree with that too, because it'd be nice if you could just get it done in one go. Yeah. So if, yeah. for those who haven't played Captain
0: Toad, it's basically a, a puzzle game where you move around, essentially, a cube. Uh, you move the camera right. around different angles, and then you collect like these three diamonds, and then you have to get to the top where there's a star, or yeah, to solve and, the puzzle to that, get to the star. the puzzle
2: aspect comes... From it's all perspective based, so you need to move the camera around so you can see where like an opening is or something like that.
1: So is it kind yeah. of like Fez in that regard then?
0: Not quite to that because with Fez, like you actually change like 3D back to 2D. Yeah, so Toad, it it is a 3D platformer straight up. Although, uh, I use like the perspective,
1: loosely. it doesn't ch- like perspective change doesn't change like the level layout or anything like that. Sort no, of thing. it ju- it yeah. just
0: shows you what you're missing. Because in
1: yeah. Fez,
2: it would flatten back down again to make like one plane that you could like move on. and Yeah, stuff. exactly. The only thing similar to Fez is like, where's the? Is there a door here? Oh wait, it was on the other side of this column. Oh, okay, you can rotate it twice. That's the only kind of similarity. Mm. Um, yeah, the geometry doesn't change in Toad. It's just that they're hiding things based on what you can see. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm enjoying it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's probably my only main complaint. Uh, I was a little surprised by the when you like you get when you finish a chapter and you finish all the sub quests, they give you another one for each mission, which is clear the missions as fast like under this par time. And I'm surprised at how strict some of those times actually are.
2: I didn't actually know this.
0: Yeah. If you go back like, you know how you get uh, Captain Toad stamps on your book when you uh, Mm -hmm. finish it, right? If you go back to a chapter, you'll see underneath written in like a faint text it's like uh stage part-time or something like that and a number of the stages are surprisingly strict like the first stage i think is 17 in-game seconds and i think i only beat it in 17 in-game seconds like it was and i held down run the whole time it was surprisingly strict but some other ones seem surprisingly easy so i'm not sure i i only i did a couple and then i just moved on to the next episode Right,
2: yeah, they're, like, and again, like you're saying, like, episode, two, you know, three specifically, I thought two got uh, got difficult as well, mm. but, like, for such, like, a cutesy, like, light thing that showed up in 3D World, like, this game has some difficulty to it, like, it is not just a blowover, which kind of, that's why I don't like that first episode, because, like, there's, it gets so much harder, there's so much more to it, mm. but you just have to, like, play for such a long time before you can get to that stuff.
0: That's I mean, that's the way that, the team that works on like the galaxy games, the 3d world games, 3d land. That's just how they are. Like they always make sure they save like the most ridiculous, difficult stages for the very end, which I mean, technically that's that's how it should be land
2: specifically. Like when you get the whole second game, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 3d worlds, like extra star world and all that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's cute. Mm. Yeah. It's a cute game.
0: I don't know. I'm enjoying it and I'll yeah. I'm close to finishing it so I'll keep going unless there's like an episode 4 and some other stuff.
2: I don't believe there is. I've only heard of 3.
0: There's a lot of empty pages in my bonus book so I'm wondering what's going to unlock when I beat it.
2: And the bonus, that's a weird thing too because you're playing 3D world levels as Toad who can't jump. Yeah. Uh which is kind of just a night like a silly thing they added, but that was kind of cool too. Yeah. And you only yeah. get that if you've played 3D world, so Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah,
0: it pops up on your screen and says, hey, you have 3D World save data, so here, you can play these.
2: <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Okay,
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, other than that, I played a game called uh, Zeo Drifter. How is it? Not bad, actually. Short, yeah. but not bad.
1: I don't know what this oh, is. Okay.
0: okay. Okay, uh, so this is a Metroidvania-style game made by Renegade Kid. They're known for... Uh, Moon, Mutant Muds, a bunch of, like, Nintendo indie titles. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Zeo Drifter, you play as, like, this sp- little alien whose ship the warp core is destroyed on it, but you're near these four planets. So you go to these four planets to try to get back your warp core. So you go around earning new abilities, like you find hidden energy tanks, you find hidden gun power up stuff like that. I beat it in two really short sittings, 100%. But like it was actually pretty good for, like I want to say, three hours. Maybe that might be a little strong. What is this, 3DS? 3DS, and it's also on Steam. Yeah. Is it oh, okay. worth
1: $11 Canadian?
0: Was that what it was on Steam? That's I what think, it
1: is on Steam right now, yeah.
0: I think it's cheaper on 3DS. I don't remember. I'm going to double-check that while I'm talking. Okay. Um, uh, Do you mind if a game is short?
1: As long as it's good, I don't care.
2: Do you like Metroid style games? Yeah. Okay like is, there, is there a lot of like going back and like finding new secrets because you have a new ability. Yes. Like? Yes. That's okay. actually okay. how
0: you have to go to one planet, get a certain ability, then you can go to the next planet. And then you can find more things or get the next upgrade. Or you can go back to the other planets and grab any secrets you might have missed to help upgrade yeah. yourself.
1: The fact that you asked do you like Metroid style games, I said yes, and then you still didn't say that get it. It's leaving me a little, okay, maybe not.
0: <laughs> I, I was, because I was wondering, should I ask you, like, do you like light Metroid? Because it's, it's not, like, ridiculous platforming or anything like that. But it it's basically just a light, short Super Metroid.
2: Hmm. You get, like... S- Paul, have, you, have you played Dust and Elysian Tale? Yeah, of course. Oh, I was going to say. Because if you haven't, you just play that. That's a really good Metroid. Yeah, I that was I def- on the I'd-
1: Humble Bundle.
0: Yeah, I definitely recommend that one, Dust, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm eleven dollars. I'm a little hesitant to recommend it.
1: It's pretty pricey for like I, I what it looks like. I am surprised
0: by that price. Uh, that's why I'm looking it up on the 3DS. What the price was because I don't think I paid eleven. But I my actually, guess is
2: it's seven on the 3DS. Uh,
0: that's my guess. I'm almost I don't know. something's telling me I'm going to be wrong, and it was only ten bucks.
2: What made you pick this up or like hear about it?
0: Um, it was highly rated on the 3DS.
1: Because Mutant Muds is good
0: and that too i really like mutant Muds. it's
1: really good okay
2: okay paul did you play the fall ever
1: the fall you know i had somebody actually got it for me on steam for christmas but okay. i haven't played it yet so i can though i mean
2: like i i installed it from your thing okay. but mainly cuz like giant bomb gave it like their best story of the year really so i'm yeah so i really kind of want to see it and i was just wondering if you have played it yet no i haven't yet Okay, we should play it. We should both play it. See how good this story is. okay Astro just good. checked,
0: and I checked <laughs> as well, it's actually ten dollars in the eShop
2: okay, so, so but it's cheaper. not that much of a difference yeah, but hang on in the eShop, you're getting an extra dimension, and it's cheaper. Wait, that seems like a is deal. it a
1: ten dollars Canadian because the steam conversion is Canadian, so it's actually ten dollars u s on steam
0: oh uh this it's ten dollars Canadian plus tax.
1: Okay, so it's still cheaper, okay, cool,
0: yeah, not by much, but yeah,
1: yeah, and three d there you go. and the three d you're right. did you play yeah.
0: mutant muds at all,
1: Paul? Yeah, I beat it. it's great oh,
0: yeah, okay I okay, this makes it a lot easier to tell you then oh. imagine mutant <laughs> muds mixed with light metroid metroid that
1: sounds style. that sounds great. Sure. then you'll like it, then you okay. will like it <laughs> okay one, of, one one of the cool,
0: you get six abilities in the game, basically, and one of them is basically mutant mud's main gimmick, which was jumping into the foreground and background. That's pretty cool. Oh man.
2: So John, did you play in with the three D? No.
0: You should know better than like to ask that right like, now. But it
2: seems like it's made for that.
0: You should know just... better than to ask that question at this point.
2: <laughs> okay, well whatever. No. Yeah, Paul, just go <laughs> go look
0: at the trailer either on like Steam or on eShop and check it out. I will if sure. it looks good, then you'll probably like it. And like I said, if you liked mutant muds, then you'll like it.
1: I'm more interested to hear about your next game, how that is, because I've been looking at that one.
0: Okay, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I decided, since I played Zeo Drifter and I finished it, I enjoyed it. So I was just like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. What should I play now? Well, I guess I got another game that's kind of like it, Dark Void Zero. Mm-hmm. So I sat Didn't down. this come out like forever ago? Oh, yeah. This came out yeah. when Dark Void 1, like the console release right. came out. Because
2: I played Dark Void and like, that's a weird game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it is yeah dark void zero the peak was... of
2: nolan north oh, it was too holy cow i forgot about that Yeah, now we're in the in the troy baker era <laughs>
0: well i mean we still got uncharted 4 maybe that'll reignite nolan north maybe i want him in like eight games a year again <laughs> that's when games were good uh dark void zero i had played it before it is basically an eight bit prequel to dark void it's just like mm-hmm. a cheesy little nes game they made um Forgot how fun that was. It was just like a, a tight 8-bit platforming game where you could fly and hover with a jetpack and just shoot
2: aliens. How much Nikola Tesla is in this one?
0: Not nearly as much.
2: Okay, because that was the thing in, in Dark Void. It was all about Nikola Tesla, right? I actually, did, you, did either of you play Dark Void? I didn't.
1: Uh, I played probably about an hour and a half of it. Like the it was very a vertical beginning.
2: cover shooter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's
1: so dumb. <laughs> that was its
2: thing. yes. Yeah. You're gonna go up the side of this cliff, but there's gonna be these like planks, and that's how you take cover. Yeah, shoot. (laughs) Weird game, man. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Did you ever play like the old Duke Nukem games? Yes. Like pre 3D. Yes. Kind of remind me heavily of that.
1: But like funner because of the gimmicks, like the like I don't know.
0: I enjoyed it. I had already beaten the first stage, so basically I continued from the second stage. And that's, I guess, the core problem of the game. There's only three stages.
1: Sure. But this one is $5. So, like, it's half the price of the other one.
2: Yeah. Dark Void has got to be pretty cheap.
1: Dark Void you can get for, like, five bucks in a bargain bin as well. It's real cheap.
0: Paul, you can probably just play Dark Void Zero off my account, too, to be fair.
1: We have to set that back up. Oh, yeah. By the way. But, yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> well, Dark Void Zero was fun. I liked it. And uh, cool. then I was like, since I'm in like my DSi part of my 3DS, mm-hmm. uh, what's another easy game I can knock out? Dragon's Lair. Great. That game's not easy.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. No, that, it's that not. That
0: fucking game.
1: So does it have like the input, like I don't know what it is, lag or something that the other ones seem to? Where it's like, you have to kind of get it right at the right time for it to work?
0: Oh, no, that's just how Dragon's Lair is in general.
1: Yeah, okay, so... I own Dragon's Lair fix for
2: anything the Blu-ray then.
0: player. Sorry, you both talked over each other? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I was
2: just going to say, I own Dragon's Lair for the Blu-ray
0: player. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, that is the exact
0: <laughs> same game that I played on my DSi.
2: And that's because, like, honestly, it was back when we worked at EB Games, someone was able to trade that in. I don't know how. Because... We don't take... It's but it's a. It was at weird. A it was a weird movie.
0: point when we actually did sell Blu-ray movies. Wait, did yeah, we? very
2: very short time, but we did. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I bought. I picked that up because I was like, "This is weird," but I have the Dragon's Lair Blu-ray. Nice. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Dragon's Lair game on the DS. is
0: fucking hard, but I beat it. <laughs> uh, Are you
2: actually playing it on a DSi?
0: Yeah. Well, on my 3DS because okay. they can play DSi games. Okay.
2: Yeah. Do you have a DSi? No. Okay.
0: That was the only DS I skipped. Yeah. Do you
2: have a D- Do you have a 3DS XL?
0: DS only DS I skipped. The 3DS is a DS. <laughs>
2: it's got a DS. It's two thirds.
0: Well, then is a DS a GBA?
2: It is the. It is one of the best GBAs.
0: All right. <laughs> if we're gonna use that
2: logic, then fine. All right, so I don't have an XL. It's the only GBA with a backlight except for the Micro, I guess. Like a real
0: backlight. Uh, oh, with a real backlight. I was going to say this thing has a backlight, but no, that's actually a front light.
2: It's like a bottom light that just like shines up. Yeah. Like it just shines on the screen. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. What a weird thing. <laughs> anyway, Dragon's Lair, you having fun. Uh, fucking hard game. I've never played it. Very
0: strict on the timing. So the way it works, it's basically like an animated cartoon. You, Dirk the Daring, who's your main character, he'll go around and he'll, you'll be in a specific room and then like some event will happen that you have to react to. You gotta either have to press up, down, left, right, or sword. And then uh, most of them require like a specific input. So you have to figure out what the input is in time. Otherwise, you just get killed instantly. And uh, some of the timings, they're, like, very generous with, like, oh, you've got, like, two seconds to press, like, left or right, and what you need to go to will flash a specific color so you know what to do. Other times, they just kill you instantly without even giving you time to react. You have to know in advance what you need to do.
2: Yep.
1: So it is a direct port, then.
0: It is a direct port. Okay. You can set the difficulty to easy or hard. You can change the amount of lives, stuff like that. But uh
1: fucking arcade games. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, I, I've I grew up. I had played the second uh Dragon's Lair game in arcades, but for the longest time, I thought it was the first one until I actually played the first one. Mm. So I had played Time Warp in like an actual arcade when I was a kid. But um, i never played
2: any Dragon's Lair. I didn't know there was a second one.
0: Yeah, Uh there's two Dragon's Lairs and then there's Space Ace. Those Did were you the ever three... play Space Ace? No, actually. um, I watched someone play it at one of the packs because they had an arcade set up with it. But I've never actually sat down and played it. I can't tell if it's better or worse than Dragon's Lair. I think I'm on the fence on that.
1: Goofier, maybe? Definitely goofier. Okay. I could go for goofier. Hmm. That's probably on Steam, right?
2: What, Dragon's Lair? And Space Ace and whatever else. Not sure if Space I Ace is. I'm pretty know. sure Dragon's Lair. If is Dragon's Lair is, Space Ace should be. Like, how would one play these games now? Without a DSi? Uh, s 3DS? There's Space, Ace Space Ace on the Space 3DS Ace, store?
1: Space Ace is on Steam. And it's 10 bucks. Okay. I assumed so. But it is 10 bucks. Yeah, both Got Dragon's,
0: Dragons Layers are also on Steam. They're both 10 bucks each.
1: God, I love wow. the... blue the animation animation yeah it's so good it's really
0: nice animation so crisp
2: just think how good it is on a blu-ray player that's high definition
1: <laughs> right there. hd
2: yeah can't, can't scratch those discs well you can but you have to be actually trying yeah with like a nail anyway yeah okay. um
0: it's all right i I actually think it is about the same price on DSi now that I think about it. I might have got it when it was on sale at some point.
1: Hmm. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, that was more or less all I played.
1: That's all we played. Yep. All three of us.
0: Let's go to the news. And Sean, you might have to cover this because I'm not sure what you mean by new story bundle.
2: Yeah, there's like barely any news because I wasn't <laughs> following news a lot on the Yeah, button. exactly. Uh, story, bu- story bundle is that website that, put, that puts out a video game book bundles. Like pay what you want um so just you know your public service announcement for some video game books there's a new one of those and then the other two pretty brief <clears throat> uh did you guys notice the playstation network and xbox live outages over christmas nope
1: no because we were celebrating christmas also because pc gaming that so too. no sure
2: well from what i understand steam was also down at some point
1: i'm sure it was probably because um, well because of the sale that was a self-inflicted pain i'm sure oh
2: yeah right these were like actual hackers but i i was actually like gotten my way because i was uh i remembered like oh wait i was i like added a whole bunch of stuff to my queue on my ps3 i should download those but i just couldn't even like log into my account yeah so like, i couldn't play rain and puppeteer for a while
1: oh is this the uh, lizard squad again DDoSing people because yeah, yep. they think they're funny
2: yeah yep that's what happened fucking um, lizard squad goons Past-gen consoles got up before current, so I was able to download stuff, obviously. And then I under- I think I heard, like, Xbox got up before PlayStation 4. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was a thing. And then the other thing, um, in terms of uh, things being crappy, um, because the Master Chief collection has been broken for so long, if you've played the game, basically, during its first couple months, uh, you're going to get ODST for free. They're going to... re. I don't know if they're redoing it or they're just porting it over or what, but that's still pretty cool because that's a great Halo game.
1: That is my favorite Halo game, maybe. It's my favorite Halo game. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's it's the only one game. I haven't played. You have to play oh, really? that one. It's I've so never good. I've
0: I've played a bit of Reach. I've played a bit of Halo Wars. I've never even like opened my copy of ODS
1: Well, you won't. You might not have to, because you'll get it <laughs> for free now.
0: Touche.
1: <laughs> Collector's item now. It's
2: a good Halo game, so, so I'd recommend good. playing it. Yeah, not yeah.
1: that jazz. It's so good, the storytelling in
2: that. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't really following news over the break, so there's not much news. It's also like over the New Year, news doesn't really happen. True. Yeah, that's true. Awesome games done quick is happening. Mm-hmm. That's everybody. That's knows. News that's, about that's that. the
0: real news. They're already over yeah. half a million. Good, good go. for them. Yeah, uh, five hundred and seventy-two thousand, maybe a little bit more than that.
1: You guys been watching any of it? No, yeah, cuz I I've, I've been watching work Sunday minute. to Wednesday. So, oh okay. Today was the only day and today was my video game. I need to play something today. So, sure. Uh one of my
0: friends actually did a run at AGDQ, so we watched him do that. Which one? He did Mega Man Unlimited. He kicked off the Mega Man block last night. Oh, okay. Where is this? Uh New York? No, it's in uh Fuck, where it's near Magfest. I'm trying to remember where that is right now. Maryland. It's in Maryland.
1: Maryland. Yeah. Where's Maryland? Uh near Washington, DC. Washington, yeah, DC. It's
0: like that, okay. that five state area where just like all these small states
2: are just super close to each other. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyways, yeah, that's news, so let's uh let's do some emails. Alright. If
0: anyone wants to send us questions, where can they send it to? Paul.
1: Top down perspective at gmail dot com, TDP podcast on Twitter or facebook dot com slash top down perspective. Beautiful. First question comes us from to P says, "Are we right to assume that
0: Shovel Knight is the TDP game of the year?" Uh, uh,
1: actually, know. Nathan and I were talking about this yesterday because Shovel Knight and Bayonetta two were the only ones we all had mm-hmm. on our list. Yes. That's, so that's those great. are the top two games of for TDP of the year, but I don't know which order they were I in. Guess. I think Bayonetta I 2 ranked a little bit higher, maybe.
0: No, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2 ranked lower, actually, because I had Shovel Knight 2, and you both had it around 5.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I get, yeah then he's completely I, right, Shovel but Knight. But I had
0: Bayonetta at 3. Yeah, but I had Bayonetta Ooh. at, like, 8, and I think Paul had it at 6.
2: Okay.
1: Wait, so 6, 8, and 3? 13. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it, but shovel knight's lower, or so I guess higher up there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, so he's right. It's the TDP game of the year.
0: Although technically, uh, hang on, I'm mathing right now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: you could technically argue that binding of Isaac did it because we gave it first and second respectively, and because it didn't make Sean's list, you could say it was worth 11 points. <laughs> so that makes so it actually ties it with shovel knight. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no Shovel, Shovel Knight still beats it. Never mind. That yeah. I, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I was, I was going to say, like, I don't know if that totally counts. Just by the virtue of the just, fact
1: that Sean had Shovel Knight on it, it should ha- get an extra point, maybe even. Mm.
2: What? I really like Shovel Knight. What are you talking about?
1: No, that's what I mean. The fact that you've had Shovel Knight on your mm-hmm. list, it should have at least an extra point over Binding of Isaac if they were even, because all three of us, Oh, I. See. it got the triple play. Oh. The hat trick for all the Canadians out there and hockey lovers, I guess. Whoa! But,
0: what it, what is this spreadsheet that popped up in the chat? I don't
2: and know.
1: A comment know what just what posted. Is. It
0: is
2: everyone. It's all of our votes for all of our categories. Oh, did someone like track this down? Huh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like we already wrote this down, but I'm glad someone else did. This is great. I'll put this in, mention. I'll put this for... in the show
1: notes for the game of the year edition for people if they want to see it. That's cool.
2: Yeah, we could also just post on the Facebook group, but uh
1: Yeah. Wow, this is this
2: is definitely cool. Yeah. This is. Hmm. I, hey uh John, was Gauntlet on your honorable mentions? Yes. Uh Dark okay. Souls 2 was not though. Okay. Just correcting some of this. Alright. John, <laughs> uh Paul, your number zero game of the year is Smash Bros.
1: My number zero? <laughs> smash bros wasn't even an honorable mention
2: yeah i don't know i'm just looking up what he wrote this is cool yeah um
1: number four spite sean anyway
2: i guess i i I think they're just trying to like yeah i guess like which one it was highest on all like we did we did ghost trick a few years back because it was so high on all of our lists um but i guess if we just want to say like by default because this is on all three in the highest i guess it's shovel knight so sure there you go cool uh and part two of his question. Also, could Nathan send in his top 10 games for 2020? I, I don't think he made a list. I
1: can guarantee you he won't. <laughs> I can explain to you two afterwards why, but no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Sorry. He I didn't like <laughs>
0: 10 games this year. That's that's it, right?
1: He didn't like over three or four of them, and he's yeah. <laughs> not in a mood to talk about video games ever. So, no. <laughs> OK, fair enough. right
2: fair enough. But I think I think when I was talking to him over the break, he was like, I, did, I think he was like, I, just, I didn't make a list. I didn't like that much or something.
1: Yeah, it, it didn't seem he was he was he was pretty disappointed with the outcome of games this, last year. So that's his oh, list. Okay. V- like very few things were good, <laughs> apparently. So sorry, that won't happen. Brandon asks, should you guys sell John's copy of Tales of the Abyss willingly signed by John himself or display it in his museum? Porium more. Oh, my God. Mu- what is this muse Emporium
2: morium yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it okay. is museum Morium.
1: oh that's right because there was it's a
2: mu is muse
0: Emporium, because it's it's muse from museum emporium and then Memorium.
1: yeah exactly right. that's right um no because it's his copy yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not so, i'm not well, gonna so say
2: it. it would go it would go in your museum I'm not
1: going to sell it unless for games. some reason
0: it gets me like five times the value of the game currently, so I can still have a copy of the game.
1: Okay, I I just have to say one thing: if it gets you five times the copy or like the worth of the game itself, mm-hmm. you have enough. You're big enough that you don't have enough money that you don't care. <laughs> like <laughs> if your signature is worth that much for that game, like yeah, you have money, so I wouldn't worry about selling the game for yeah. money. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I think it should go in your museum with the rest of your. Games. I agree, a
1: hundred percent.
2: Yeah, that's why you're collecting them. Right beside that museum, right
1: beside that wee mini red Canadian thing.
0: Three of them. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> all three of them. All right, uh, Dunspars
2: and Diglett writes: What game would you like to be speed speed run, speed run, speed runned uh, that you don't believe has been run before? <laughs> Pretty much every game at this point has been speed- had some sort of this, speed run, whether joking or scenario. real.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't.
2: Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. Actually, pretty that... sure that has a speed run. Jesus Christ. I'm sure Christ. Every game is. I'm yeah. just trying to think of something obscure. I don't know.
1: <clears throat> hmm.
2: Tessa writes, best run on AGDQ so far. I didn't really. I watched Alex Navarro do big rigs.
1: I haven't watched any, so I'm out. Yeah,
2: I don't. Uh, I Want to Be the Boshi was pretty good. Uh, The Yoshi's
0: Island Race was pretty good. Uh, What else did I see? Battletoads was pretty good. Kaizo was excellent because he did that without save states and probably only died like a dozen times. So when did Kaizo? Yeah. Okay. It was actually a really good run. Cool. There's a lot of really good runs so far. Um, Someone did a couple of Yoshi's Island stages blind today. Uh, The blindfold punch out came back, I thought. I might be wrong on that.
1: Sinister, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that's all I can remember right now. There's a lot of there was a lot of
1: really good runs. Did Caleb do any Mega Man?
0: Yeah, he did a Mega Man
1: X race. Oh a race, okay. I
0: think he did something up. That's the only one I remember. I can look it up. I actually have the schedule open right now.
1: I thought I remembered him saying something about that he was gonna or he was like rooting X something to maybe.
0: The only thing I he's heard. on schedule for was Mega uh, Man X.
1: Was a race? Okay.
2: Cool. Hey, is there a speed run for, what is it, Uno DX for the Japanese Sega Saturn? <laughs> there might not be. There you go. That's the I game. That. You can be the first one, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: claim, I can't Claim re- the glory. Claim the glory. Oh, I <sighs> totally forgot about the Tetris the Grandmaster exhibition. That was fantastic, too.
2: I was hearing some stuff going on about Tetris. I wasn't following it. What was the Tetris...
0: uh have you ever heard of the tetris the grandmaster games no they're the hardest tetris games out and uh this a bunch of people just brought all three of them and just demoed them off and showed how ridiculous they are like you have to like clear a thousand lines and get like i think a tetris every hundred lines or something like that in eight minutes or something crazy like that Wait, what's a Tetris? You know, four lines cleared at once.
2: I didn't know that was called a Tetris. Yeah.
0: Oh, news to me. Yeah, single, double, triple, and Tetris. Is that like okay? Tetra you really didn't for know four. that? Yeah. No. Yeah. That I did not know that. That's like where the namesake came from. Was they like, all right, clear four lines,
2: call it a Tetris. I did not know that. There you go, learning something new. I don't know. You should watch Enzo. you should watch
1: those runs. They were really good.
2: Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh Enzo writes in and says, Happy holidays, guys. What are some of your favorite video game songs slash soundtracks? Would love to hear maybe some more obscure choices instead of the usual Legend of Zelda, Mario, etc. I said it before Snake Eater. Uh Shatter is mm. always
2: a uh, is always a top one.
1: Shovel Knight had some good stuff. Basically everything Akira Yamaoka does for uh, Silent Hill is great. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Katamari's are always a fun thing to listen to. Yeah.
2: God Hand. God God Hand's so good, yeah. God, I want to play that again. Super Meat Boy. I'm just going to see what's on my phone.
1: Oh yeah, the Danny B stuff for sure.
2: Just him in general. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um... Disaster Peace stuff is great. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack. Yeah, I a yet. Yeah,
2: yeah. Bastion's good.
0: Vonic Commando rearmed. Payday two.
2: Yeah, really anything two-ness.
0: that Simon Vicklin did.
2: Both the DJ Hero soundtracks.
0: I feel like that's cheating. Oh no, those are all original songs, and
2: maybe not. Yeah, yeah. They're original because they're they're like paired, right? Yeah. So they're they're original mixes.
1: Hmm. But some more obscure choices.
2: Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. And that's pretty good too. V V V V V V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I one too many V's. Risk of Rain. No, it was six. I counted. Okay. Risk of Rain is a great soundtrack. It's
1: pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Super Hexagon, real good. Anyway, there's a whole bunch.
1: (laughs) There's, like, here's to you from, uh, what the hell was that called now? I just played it recently, too. Uh, Ground Zeroes.
2: I don't remember any of the music from Ground Zeroes.
1: Did you just play Ground Zeroes for the first time? No, I played it again because it's on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. A lot of great stuff. Part
2: part two from Enzo, this is for you guys. Most fun slash overpowered run you've had in Rebirth. His was Azazel plus max damage plus guppy plus dark bum plus holy mantle.
1: That's pretty powerful, never, never but I mean he started one. he started off with the most powerful character, so that he was That's still a up. lot
2: of good luck for
0: Doesn't Azazel even that's have for,
1: lower luck? He might. He's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh I th- think go ahead
0: I'm uh, afraid if it was Kane or if it was just straight-up Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. Guppy with uh, Brimstone Triple Shot, which I think also had max damage. Mm-hmm. I think I also had Dark Bum, and there was something else I'm trying to remember too, but I can't. But it was a ridiculous run.
1: This is before Dark Bum got nerfed probably too, right? Dark Bum he, got nerfed? He did. When? He can, uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so? This would have been December. Hmm. because he, he used to pay out basically almost like 1.5 to 1 so for every 1.5 red hearts he would give you a spirit heart or a soul heart or whatever
0: it might have been before that change I thought he I was paying 2 to get 1 so
1: okay anyways uh, any run where you become guppy is pretty much a win so like mine was probably it doesn't even matter what character in the end because it was like Guppy, Brimstone, Mom's Knife, and uh, Little Brimstone, but Little Brimstone's not that great.
0: Mm. It can help, but if you already have Little Brimstone...
1: It definitely helps, yeah. Yeah, that's like... And then obviously max damage, because, yeah. Like, if you have an overpowered run, you have max damage. Yeah, I'll stay with that. That's probably the best. Okay, uh, is this the last question? Oh, okay. Andrew writes in for to wrap us up here, but he has two questions. I'm looking into buying a Wii U when my exams are finished in May slash June. What are your general thoughts on which Wii U to buy?
0: Uh, I think all of them now at this point are the 32 gig model. Mm-hmm. So really... Oh yeah. His,
1: yeah, his second question is basically, do
0: I
2: get this 8 gig or the 32 gig?
1: Mm, 32.
2: <laughs> and it's always the 32. Yeah. yeah. Like even when it came out, it was 32. Because it was like what? Fifty bucks more, and you got Nintendo that Land. Nintendo Land, an HDMI cable, which and, is, and you know,
0: that uh, Nintendo Deluxe Digital promotion was also only on the 32 gig models. Which that must be done now, was not that just a year of it? Uh, no, it was actually it was supposed to end uh, New Year's Day, but it got extended to April, so it's still going. Interesting. I don't.
2: I haven't like purchased anything digital for that system though, so I don't think I have any like Mm. reward credit or whatever. Can't hurt to check the
0: site either way. Let's see. I had like 20 bucks. uh, It's like ddp.nintendo.com or something like that.
2: Okay, I will do that. Cool. Yeah, 32 gig. But you're saying you don't think the 8 gigs are still around?
0: I thought they got rid of them or they only came with like Skylanders or something like that. Oh, okay. But yeah,
2: 32. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't... It doesn't fill up fast, but when I tried to download Bayonetta 2, that that took a ton of space. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's p.nintendo.net slash deluxe.
2: Okay, cool. I'll have to check my stuff out.
0: Yeah, I believe the 32 bundles are usually guaranteed to come with one game, if not two at this point. There's a couple bundles I've seen around that actually come with like three, so definitely go with 32. Cool,
1: Cool, cool. Well, I think that's it. I think we did a show.
2: A show? What, but what's our games of the week? Or I guess games of the past couple of weeks during the break. What's your games of the holiday break? <laughs> what's your game of the holiday break? Mine was Mordor. Shadow of Mordor.
1: Uh, out of the four I played that I talked about, Captain Toad, Oh, the ones I played Far Cry 4.
2: All right. Cool. I guess that, yeah, that will do it. So we'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Later. Bye. See you all later.